Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 58. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You walk down to, what I say, level three for Remy's uh, repairs? Yes. This level, very similar looking to the other level you're on. There's machinery and other stuff around. A lot of it looks old, discarded, uh, hasn't really seen the best use or care. Uh, you do see there's a like lit up shop for like Remy's, repair- Remy's Rapid Repairs. Is the proper name. Whatever I said earlier was wrong. Okay. So you go into the shop. Is the counter being worked by one person? There is one person that you see, like, working in the shop, like, welding something and smashing something a little bit. Okay. Uh, it, lo- it looks like an older gentleman, very dark skin. Okay. Uh, doesn't seem to have much hair left. So I enter the shop, and I don't walk right up to the person who is welding, as I don't want to be hit by sparks. There is, like, a little bell there you can ring. And I tap the bell. The bell makes no noise. All right. It's broken. <laughs> I bang the bell with a wrench. With a wrench that you have. So that it will make a metallic sound. And then I project my voice to speak very loudly. And I say, Leo said you might be able to help me. That thing had a name? Was he just like, I really wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you thought that AI. <laughs> yeah, this is all news to you, Lily. Well, I wasn't completely paying attention the whole time with the AI. It might have introduced itself. <laughs> you both, uh, you see this guy, he's like working under a vehicle or piece of equipment of some kind. You startle him and it bang, bangs his head. He's like, oh, jeez. Kind of like wheels out. God. Oh, God. Leo sent you? Hi. He kind of looks at you, too, for a second. He says, look, Leo owes me money. Not the other way around, okay? Good news for you. I'll be seeing him really soon. So, might be able to pick that up for you. Uh, who might you be? Uh, I'll need a streetwise check from the pair of you in some sense. You can collaborate on this if you wish. Lily, what's your streetwise? I have one rank. Alright, so my streetwise is better then. So, I will do the roll and get a blue die from you. And what's the difficulty? A red and a purple. I have a success. Who do you introduce yourself as? You say you're, you know Leo, you... At this point, all I can really do, because I don't know who Leo is, as far as I know, it's that AI. Yeah. So whatever Imogen does, I'm just going to look like she's legit. Okay. So I say I'm family. So I have some sway with Leo that you don't. Okay. Okay. He kind of looks at you. You brought your bodyguard along just because? Have you been outside your shop? Fair enough. Now, there's some things I need done so that I can get down to the planet to see Leo. Yeah, there's some money I need from Leo if I'm going to help out any of his kin. I've got money of my own. Well, good. I'll take that too, but... So essentially, what I'm looking to do is... Negotiate? Yes. Okay. Because I essentially, I want to be like, I'm going to be going down there and I'm going to see Leo so I can shake him down for you. Okay. But... I need to figure out how I'm getting down there myself, whether it's a matter of you can help me figure out if my ship is even capable of being fixed up to that level, or 
whether you can recommend one of these shuttle services. And in that case, can you recommend one of these security services? Yeah. This is your home ground. I will trust your judgment on these things. Since you're friends with Leo. And what's in it for you is like, I will shake down Leo for you. Right. So this is going to be a red and a purple. And you get a blue die for offering to shake down Leo a little bit. And we'll, we'll see what that happens with his role and how that resolves. It's a total wash. Okay. I need to remember to like get a read on people first. Yes. <laughs> You're trying to negotiate with them. He's like, look, your family, Leo owes me a little more than that. Could your ship be fixed up? Maybe. I'd have to go take a closer look. You said it was a science vessel? Aye. It's better than most ships, so you got a chance, depending on what kind of condition it's in. Uh, you met all your real, hit all your maintenance checks, just the check engine light on, that kind of stuff. Can you give me any kind of like sense of what the cost of any of these things are? Uh, he says that it's probably going to run, he's ballparking here, 150 credits plus labor. So that, you know, the certificate itself costs money, any parts you might need, you want a rush job. All right, then I think what we need to switch to is... Coercion. Coercion. No, it's sound, it sounding like fixing up the ship is not really feasible. Uh, that's what he says. Like, you could also, like, you can peek in his brain right now if you... But it may be yeah. if we want to take a shuttle. I don't know how much credits we have in our mission fund. We, I don't know how long it takes to fix a ship, but if it's a week is what we're targeting, maybe they're just fixing our ship. We don't need a rush job. Anything that can be fixed on it would be nice. That's true. Like the whole damage would be nice. Having it in a shop would be better than out in the dock while we're gone. I'm going to try to get a read on him and I want to learn his desire. Okay. And at this point, I'm going to spend the story point. I have two successes. You definitely get a feeling that he's greedy. He wants money. Oh, well, I already knew that he was owed money. So that's. No, 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 no. But like, to the sense that like, he might be overcharging you for some of these services kind of thing. That's the kind of vibe that he, he he's driven my money. A simple, simple mechanic. Okay. That doesn't really give me anything to work with since I already don't have money. I, I will switch to coercion. Okay. What is the difficulty of coercion against him? Two purples. What do you say or do? Do you threaten to cut off his money supply? Hit him where it hurts? <laughs> you need those fingers, don't you? Uh, no. I was thinking more in terms of belittling. Belittling his work? His, like, whole establishment. He's stuck up on this exostation, scraping to get by. He's never going to get the kind of income he wants in this location doing this kind of work. And I guess what I want is I want to know who on this station that he would use. Uh, let's see. Have I gotten the impression that he's a Mojin or not? You're not sure. He he might come from a different planet in the Protectorate. Okay. He doesn't. He certainly doesn't have the strong accent that Leo has. Right. So I want to know who he would trust to like guard his own, like which ship security service he would trust and which shuttle service he would use. And I'm willing to like pay him a finder's fee or whatever, but I'm not being nice about this. Right. So you're belittling this whole operation here. This is pathetic. It's like you are stuck up on this station. It's never going to grow to anything that's going to make you what you want. 
particularly like if you continue to treat people the way that you are. Right. We could have handled this in a nice, friendly fashion. Like, and I still have my wrench out. I'm not uh, slapping it against my fist. I also want to be like, you're not talking to like an idiot. Like I, I know how to fix ships too. Okay. I'm not a sucker that you can like tell me these prices. Like these prices are ridiculous. Okay. Okay. I do know about ships and your business sense here is for crap. If you think like that, you could just sell people these things. <laughs> okay. But I am willing to give him money for legit recommendations for the services that I need. Okay. Why don't you make your role at this point? I have success. It's like, not good. He like looks around. He's, he's, he's just kind of saw and he like takes it. He takes the abuse sort of. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I probably won't get very far here, but yeah, what am I going to do, really? And then you're like, you keep berating him for a little bit. He's like, just stop, just stop. <laughs> like, he is kind of easy to push around, uh, is a vibe that you get, which may be why he's gotten stuck up here. <laughs> why Leo didn't actually pay him. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. He lets on that, like, okay, like if we work together on your ship, probably there's just some air filters we need to update. We might be able to do it for 100 credits. 75 if your friend is a good scrounger. Uh, the shuttle service, you could take. Uh, that's like 25 credits a pop for the round trip, though. Who would you get to watch your stuff up here? <sighs> They're all pretty bad. Uh, Shipjackers Anonymous is the cheapest. They're pretty bad in what sense? Like, do they actually steal from the ships they're supposed to be watching? No. Do they not actually watch the ships? Like, what does he mean when he says they're bad? I would say they're not particularly effective. Because most of the people who come here are people who came to Yamoja in a hurry. They didn't know they needed this kind of environmental protection uh, certification. He describes us. <laughs> yeah. There's a, you know, it's a, it's a sector full of marks. So a lot of the places will gouge up prices. I don't know for sure that any of the security companies have uh, running rackets with, like, say, actual uh, chop shops. Uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't trust my ship. Between security companies, I, you know, a long time ago, I used to have a ship myself. Then I used Silver Star Security, and I don't anymore. Or Gold Star, I don't remember. I got too many colors and names. Now I don't. Got chopped up. All right, this is now making me feel even worse about leaving the ship here. Even though it means taking Snowball down to the planet. But it's sort of explaining his life a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but if you can pitch in some of the pairs, as you claim you can... If your friend can dig up some stuff, some of the components who might need to go in it, yeah, we could probably do it. We can make it past certification. Because it is a science vessel. I mean, is there spaces on this station that are just like piles of old parts that people can just rummage through? You know, uh, possession is nine-tenths of the law. The law here is pretty weak. As long as you're not touching the consulate, they don't mess with you. As long as you're not touching the life support system, you're not going to get messed with too bad. If there's a piece of junk lying around, and there's plenty of that, most of it's not in any kind of good shape. But you know how to dig, you might find something. All right. I'm not, well, I'm not a thief. It's salvage. It's salvage. She's totally sure prepared to go steal it, but she's going to say it. All right. I think probably the best thing to do then is to fix up Saffron's air filters and take her down. Okay. He agrees to come with you two then to check out the ship. Walk back, you take a look at it. He's kind of looking like, yeah, it's... Like, he looks at the vulture bike welded to the side. He looks at you two for a second. And then he just 
She's like, that's some weird stuff. It doesn't fit inside. Uh, why don't we go take a look inside? I think while Remy and Imogen are walking around the outside of the ship and Imogen is pointing things out, Lily, you should go in to give your treats to Snowball and make sure Snowball is in person form. Okay, I'll go inside, see if I can get Snowball into the... Oh, he was in the room? I, you succeeded your, your check with advantage, so yes, he's in your room, Lily. Okay, so then, yeah, I'll go in there. Okay, you go in there. Uh, you've got the, the tea. Yeah, but I give him the power aid and see if he likes that. You give him the power thirst. I said, hey, buddy, I promised you something good. What do you think of this? You, like, mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I'll dilute it, because Imogen seemed to really think that was a good idea. I put the other stuff in the fridge. Yeah. Whoa, you can see, like, uh, his eyes kind of bug out a little bit. His, uh, you give him the power thirst. So he's in human form right now, but his whole form kind of, like, pulsates for a second. Uh-huh. And, like, he regains con- composure after a second. He's like, whoa, that was really good. Lily's like, yeah, yeah. You like that, buddy? He really liked that. Yeah. All right, he's going to need to run around the station a million times. Uh, yeah, give me a two purple knowledge zerg check. One threat. You're not sure what the like effects on his system really are. Other, like Clearly, he's he's got amped up. But you don't know exactly what it's going to do to him. So he liked that. So I'm like, okay, now you just stay in here. Stay tight until we say you can leave. And I close the door on him. You're in there. You close the door. That's good. Let's flash outside real quick. Did we end up giving him crayons and paper or something? Maybe at one point. Yeah, I mean, because drawing seems to be a way that, that he can communicate and we can communicate with. So. Okay. So then I'm assuming he's got his crayons and his paper. and he Yeah, can... his dexterity has improved a little bit, actually. He's got a picture. Like, he had, like, the three of you. He's, like, he sketches up a quick picture of, like, him drinking the power thirst and there's, like, little lightning bolts around. <laughs> okay, you don't like that. I just, at least he has something to do in there. That's from Lily's perspective. Yeah, so that that is what he is up to. Uh, meanwhile, while that's happening outside, uh, Imogen, you're here with Remy. He's kind of looking at it. He goes around to the outside component and like kind of peers in a place. He's like, yeah, it's like right here. This is where your air filter should be. <laughs> but there ain't nothing there. So that's this is the piece that your friend might need to get. Okay. That's probably the big deal. Your ship's advanced enough, it could run the self-diagnostic, and I, they should trust that. They're pretty good tech on those kind of things. As I said, it is a science vessel, so you should be okay uh, for that kind of thing. That's just the cost of the certification itself. Uh, it shouldn't be too bad. And what's that? That's 100 credits. So it's 75 credits to fix the ship, and 100 credits for the certification itself. Uh, well, I was bundling it all together before. Before when? Uh, when I was talking to you about 150 credits before. Because he said something about, like, 75, if Lily could find the parts. That might have been, like, his labor charge. But if it's just a filter and you can put it in yourself. Let me just lay out the situation for frustration mounts. For 100 credits, that's the cost of the, like, certificate itself. That, like, Umojo just enforces this because that money goes to take care of their environment. Okay. Then whatever parts and labor you need to deal with, you know the part that you're going to need. And it'll just be someone's labor to put it in and run the diagnostic. Okay. So there'll be a mechanics check and probably an easy computer's check to run this. So if you don't need Remy to do that, and you just, you got his help and then you'll shake down Leo a little bit. Okay. Is maybe what, that kind of sounds like what the deal is. So assuming we can find this part, the actual credit outlay is 100 for the... 100 credits. 
Okay. And then your ship is cleared for a year uh, to travel within the Emotion Protector to uh, clean worlds. So it seems like we need to go hunting for parts now. Does kind of look. Is there some way for me to go onto the ship's computer and or we had some paperwork. Is there any like anything I can get that like shows what kind of air filter this thing should look like? These guys said that you pulled up like the spec sheet when you were preparing to talk to the adjutant. Yeah. You know what kind of air filter is supposed to go in there. Probably you're not gonna be able to find that exact one, but you might be able to find one that fits close enough. Right, but I know what like the size and shape is. It's not like I've just got a part number and I'm trying to go through a junkyard and figure out. How long does the diagnostic take? Maybe we should get that started. Uh, well, you can't start the diagnostic until you have the, the filter in. Oh, okay. That'll only take probably 30 minutes at most. Not super long. So yeah, so I can go look for this part. You got that part. You're pulling up that bit. Imogen, I need you to make a vigilance check. Two purples. Three successes, shockingly. You see that group you, the, the woman you talked with when you first got on here, they're all at their ship. They're actually, they've approached to like, I will go ahead and say short range, because it's not that much further away. Their ship is short range from ours? No, no, they are short range. The the five of people there. So are they are at their ship or not? They're between their ship and you. Okay. They have come over and the woman calls out, Owendor, huh? Um, She never gave her last name. No, she didn't. No, I mean Imogen didn't. No, she didn't. Correct. Okay. But the adjutant did address you. Apparently the adjutant goes around telling everybody who's on station. Or information gets around, or you don't know exactly. Apparently the mechanic, he owes the mechanic money. Or Yeah, or the mechanic sold you out. You don't know what the situation here is. Or you had a despair earlier and it's coming back to haunt you. And this woman has a pistol leveled at you, I will say as well. And her, her goons are, they don't have pistols, they have clubs of some sort. So I succeeded my vigilance check, and the woman already has a weapon drawn on me. Uh, no, you're right. She hasn't pulled it out yet. And let's let's put her back at medium range. Yes, that's a good point. Thank you. Uh, they're out at medium range from you. Okay. She calls out, oh, I know her, huh? All right. I wrap my wrench against the side of Saffron. So hopefully Lily will hear that inside. Clank, clank, clank. Yeah, Lily definitely sounds like they're they're doing mechanical things out there. Oh, yeah. When I'm done with Snowball, I would come out unless I hear anything with trouble. I'd actually like Lily to make a, a check. Let's make an easy mechanics check of how does it sound unusual. One success and an advantage. Yes, in that case, it very much, that does sound like an alarm and not just they're doing some work on it. Like, that's bang, 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 bang. Okay, then I will come out. You start coming out. If it sounds like an alarm to let me know, I will draw my shotgun. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. So I am banging on the side of the ship with the wrench a few times, and then I am responding to the woman. Yes. Do you want my response to her to be a skill check, or do you want it to just be words? What are you doing? Sounds like just words is what I want. Okay. Because otherwise, it would be coercion. But So I... Say to her that if she's got a problem with, with somebody else who happens to have the same last name as me, walking around with, uh, I want to belittle her back up here. So I'm not going to call them a group of toughs, but her emaciated gang there. Emaciated gang? It's not going to solve anything. <laughs> They're hungry, okay? <laughs> I'm 
I need a word that is the opposite of tough looking. Which like pathetic. Gross. But pathetic just seems like so common every day. I want to belittle them. I want to be being coercive. Okay. Essentially, yeah, to say like she's not instilling fear in me. Okay, actually, why don't you make that coercion check then? Uh, and this will be three purples just because there's sort of the amount of people that you're dealing with. I have a success and two threats. You will give them some pause. They're going to take a black die on some things. But you give yourself one black die for your whatever your next roll is because you realize like this is actually kind of dangerous. Uh, yeah, they just have some clubs and stuff, but there's more of them than there are of you. The woman responds and then we'll... The woman will respond first, we'll say. Name's the only thing that matters. People pay good money for an Oendoer right now. Oh, and that's that's when combat will start. So why don't we roll your initiatives? Okay. Lily, you can do Vigilance. Imogen and these fools, I think, are all uncool. Do you want that black die applied to my initiative check? Uh, yeah, actually, because it gives you pause. 3.2 for Imogen. 2.2? All the players get to go before all the bad guys. So this is the moment where, like, every, they start pulling weapons. Imogen, what do you do? Or Lily, if wants to go first. Lily, you've heard this SOS. You're still inside the ship, but you know the there's a problem. Your gun is already out, but both players could go first. So if Lily wants to come busting out and just shoot them all dead in one blow, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know the situation, but I don't know that would stop Lily if they've got weapons. But it might be good for Imogen to go first, since she's already outside. First off... I think this is a new encounter, right? Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to roll some recovery of strain here. Yeah, you can do that. You can roll each roll cooler discipline to recover some strain from fire encounters. Okay. My action is going to be a, to actually use my empath spell. They're at medium range. But Remy is engaged with me. Yes, he is absolutely engaged. I want to read on him. Okay. I think just the emotional state is sufficient because what I'm thinking is I want to know if he's surprised or if he's delighted. Right. I want to get a quick read to figure out whether he knew about this or not, because that will tell me whether I have an enemy in my space or not. Correct. So that's a one purple. That's going to succeed with two advantages. I'll say in this case, you get a, a slightly more detail about you peeking his brain. And there's, there's not surprise in the sense of like, oh, it's more just like, <sighs> it, but one, there's abject fear. Of like, please, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Of like, I like, I don't want to get shot today. But also, uh, these thugs, really. It's like, I hate these guys. But not surprised. Like, he's not surprised thugs are doing this. But you don't get the sense that you definitely don't get glee. He's not in cahoots with them. That's the vibe. Okay, so he's not in on it. That's very helpful to know. So I will take a maneuver to draw my pistol and... Another maneuver to step behind a strut or whatever for some cover. I don't really like the idea of people shooting my ship, but I like that more than people shooting me. I don't think it's non-courageous to take cover in a firefight. So I will step behind cover and I will tell him, essentially, I would just be like, get down. He absolutely obeys. He dives behind the ship. 100% he wants no part of, of this. Uh, okay then, Lily. I actually don't know exactly what's going on until I hit the door. Yeah, so it's a maneuver for you to get outside, but your weapon is already out. Yeah, and I'm reckless, so I might not even think to peek around the door. I'm just coming out because Imogen's but out there. And... You probably hear Imogen like shouting, like, gets down. To Okay. Yeah, you definitely hear that. Make an easy vigilance check just to parse the situation the moment you get out. This does not count as your action. Okay. 
But you see there's a group of people on the other side. Uh, there's Imogen here. There's this other guy who just dove behind the other side of the ship. Yeah, one success. Yeah, these these people are definitely the ones who are threatening violence here. And Imogen is taking aim at them. Okay. Whatever happened before I was alerted, it's escalated to firefight at this point. Yeah, you see, like, the woman has her gun out, and she's... Or she's pulling her gun out right now. Okay. Let's see, I'm right... I guess I'm in the doorway. Yes, they are medium range, I said. Oh, I can't shoot at medium range with my shotgun. You could spend a strain for a second maneuver to run up to short if you wanted. What else is in here? Can it, Is there anything I can, like, run up behind and... Yeah, there's some crates and stuff, probably. Okay. So could I use strain to take another maneuver and get up and try to shoot them, or is that too much to try to do? You can spend strain to get closer, and then you can shoot them. Or you can spend strain to take a maneuver to get cover, but you won't get closer this turn. Yeah, I'm not really intending to take cover. I was just wanted a direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You run up between some crates, let off a blast. Yeah. But you're not, like, diving for cover behind something. You're just running up. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. So it should be closer to something that would be covered in a way that would kind of make sense in a battle. Yep. And then I'm going to shoot her. And she's the one in the front. Yeah, she's engaged with two of her thugs, just so you're aware. And they have ranged weapons or just... No, they have, like, clubs of some sort. They're poorly equipped. She has a pistol, though. Okay. And you are at short range, so that's one purple. However, she does have one level of adversary, so it's one red. So three successes and two advantages. So you are hitting. Uh, what is the damage of your shotgun? Eight plus the three successes. Minus her soak. So your choice here. You can spend those two advantages to also knock her down to the ground. She'll still have her weapon out, but she won't be able to get closer. That's anything. Or you could activate the blast and catch some of her goons in the blast as well. The choice is yours. Do I want to catch the goons too? You'll do the blast damage to them. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. And hopefully hopefully I'm reading the situation right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a certificate for bodyguard. <laughs> Can this count as, a, as my practicum? Yeah. Okay, so you catch some of the bodyguards. You don't kill them outright, but you just hit one of them pretty nasty. Hopefully it'll just give them a little bit of pause themselves. Or you've made yourself a target, either way. Well, yeah, I'm going to assume. Yeah, you gave her a nasty hit. Like, one more shot like that, and you think she will she won't be standing around anymore. Yeah, so I'm hoping that whatever the price on Imogen's head, maybe it's not really worth the medical bills, even at this point. But Lily doesn't know why they're coming in shooting. But you're just the bodyguard, so whether you're alive or dead is not of consequence to them. So bad guy turns. The goons next to Lizelle, I think was her name. They don't really want to deal with you. They run past Lily. They give a wide berth since she shot at them so nasty. They get up to Imogen's face, but they don't have any. They can't burn strain to take extra maneuvers, so they just have to take two maneuvers to close distance with Imogen. The woman here, Lizelle, she's going to take a shot at Lily here, who's in the way, clearly. So Lizelle will take a shot at ranged light. She actually misses. Uh, her gun jams for a second. It's not very well taken care of. Uh, but she takes a shot, and then she ducks behind some cover. Uh, so she'll have a little bit of defense. Her two goons, they run up to you, Lily, and they start whacking away. Since you closed a short range. Mm-hmm. That is melee combat. They also miss, but they, they're they getting in your face. They're being annoying. They will pass a blue die to their next ally. Yeah. 
I didn't realize how scrubs they were. These do not look like high-level thugs. Yeah. They look like people who thought they could score a quick buck on something. I'm surprised they're still trying. Uh, we are back to the top. Uh, it is a player turn. Lily, Imogen, anyone have a preference? What do you want to do? Do you want me to go ahead and... Because I was going to step back and shoot these guys, but I don't like leaving Imogen with these guys surrounding her. So Unless you have something you want to do first. These guys are engaged with me, Dan? Yes. Okay. So I think I'm going to go first, if you don't mind. Go for it. I'm going to spend a maneuver to disengage, and I'm going to spend a maneuver to move so that I'm short range from Lizelle. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to skating tirade. Lizelle is my main target, but skating tirade will affect multiple people, one enemy per success. Right. Okay. Go for it. Right. So I move closer and I have my pistol out. And before I move away, I kind of, to Remy, I'm like, I, a bodyguard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I move to there and I have my gun like leveled on Lizelle. And I start my skating tirade, and essentially, I will uh, act as if I have more information than I do on the current status of Owen Doers and the, the money. Okay. I were with the lots, and yet thank you, and this sad, sad crew. I'm having trouble formulating it, but what I want to communicate is, like, her troop here is not of sufficient caliber to, like, bring in an Owen Doer. Right. There's a reason that we're worth so much. <laughs> She should never have expected this pathetic troop to be able to bring in an Oendor. Okay. I am going to spend a story point to upgrade this. Okay. So you can go ahead. Oh, interesting. This is not a successful skating tirade, but there's a triumph on the roll. Interesting. There is one threat, which I can just take a strain if you want, but there is a triumph here. There is a triumph. You say like, oh, your, your troop isn't good enough to take down the Oendors. She like sneers at you for a second. She's like, no, you're going to be my ticket onto the crew of Jackson's Revenge. They want you bad. Lily. So these guys, they're on me or? They are in your face swinging these clubs. But it's like Tweedledee and Tweedledum here. So can I move closer to Imogen and shoot at the lady that's with the gun? Yeah, you can like disengage from these guys with one maneuver. If Imogen wants to shoot her, I don't want to be in front of that, but... Yeah, you can definitely find some space. Put a little space between you and these two goons, and you can blast the woman again. Yeah, I'll, I'll deal with them next. Once I've gotten her, she's the one with the gun. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to step to the side, and I'm going to shoot at her again. Okay. One red. Two successes and two advantages. What, uh, what would you like to do with those advantages? So I did, like, ten points of damage, but there's nobody near her for the blast. So I, I guess I could knock her down, but I don't know if that'll take her down anyway. Maybe Yeah, I let me see. You did 11 and then 10. Yeah, you you take her down. Like, she's probably not dead. You blast her. She doesn't get up. I thought it would be enough to at least get her out of the combat. Yeah, that is correct. You could take uh, an extra free maneuver without paying strain. Or I could pass it forward to Imogen. You could pay a blue die forward. Yeah, let me pay it forward. Okay. You could take some strain back as well. Yeah, I'll take a strain back. Okay. Uh, this is all happening, like, in the moment. So these guys that are on top of you, Lily, they follow. They probably haven't even noticed yet that you've gunned down. No, that's fine. Maybe there's a bounty on these guys. There could be. You never know. Make a little money. <laughs> yeah, they are coming after you, though. They paid forward a blue die to whoever went next. They actually succeed with their 
Vicious clubs, that's going to end up being six damage, minus your soak. Okay. So hard, but not as hard as a bear monster. I don't remember what they were. Yeah. I mean, and there's two of them. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That, that's what a lot of it is. Are those clubs vicious with a lowercase v? That is vicious with a lowercase v. In no way are they vicious clubs in a useful context. They don't have nails sticking out of them. Well, that'd been a good idea, but no. Well, they had short. They didn't know you were coming. Yeah. The other two guys, they are going to make a discipline check to see whether they stick around or not, because they've already had a bad, bad day. They waver for a second, but they are hanging in there. This just turned into more bounty for them. So they close distance with you, Imogen. They try to get on either side of you. They're just going to beat you unconscious, and then they'll drag you in. That's just the easiest thing. They're trying to, like, grab you. That's that's complicated. Uh, so they will make their melee check. You do not have any defense, correct? Correct. Uh, that is six damage coming at you, as they seem to be wearing themselves down a little bit. Okay. That is all the bad guys that remain. Back to the top. I'll let Lily go first. Okay. Okay, so I'm kind of next to these guys, but these two guys... How close are these guys on Imogen? So if I shoot at them... They're on top. They're beating on Imogen. Then I'll probably hit her. If you were to shoot them, there's there's a severe risk of that, yes. Can I step back closer to Imogen and shoot one of these guys that's hitting me? Yes, you can absolutely do that. That will be one purple difficulty. One success, five advantages. It's a total of nine... But I have a crit three, and maybe I can do a blast. So this is a minion group, right, Dan? It is a minion group. So a crit will take one out immediately. Okay. That is just enough to take those guys out entirely, because you have the crit. How many advantages does a crit take on your gun? Three. So then I have two advantages left. So I'll give Imogen another blue die. Okay, then Imogen. Am I... Pressed up against a wall, or do I have no. to step away? No, because they, they just tried to beat on you. They didn't try to really corral you. Then I will take a step. If there's a direction I can step so that I will still not be back up against a wall? Yes, if you step back toward the ship. Okay. So I will take a step that way, and I will shoot at them because they are beating me with clubs. So I feel lethal force is... Is now justified. Is justified. Okay, one purple. Difficulty? Two successes and one advantage. I will use the advantage for strain. What is the damage of your gun? Eight, including my successes. One guy goes down. Uh, the other guy, you've, you've hit him as well, but he is still standing. Bang, bang, bang. Yep. And uh, cinematically, I suggest that he reconsiders his life choices. Uh, it is, in fact, his turn. The rest of his crew is toast there. He beats it. Yeah, he is He is booking it out of town. Imogen holsters her pistol, pulls out her wrench, and walks over to their ship. You're like, we're going to get an air filter. <laughs> yep. That's a good idea. That is the price of going after an Oendor. We will take your air filters. I think you can take whatever you want. <laughs> well, I don't know what's over there. Um, yeah, I'm looking around for more. Are we secure? Give me a vigilance check, two purples. I got a success, a triumph, and a threat. Uh, you succeed. You don't see any other obvious threats. Okay. Uh, you have a triumph. Uh, like, you're checking these people to make sure they're not going to get back up and cause trouble. None of them are outright dead, I will say, but like they're not getting up anytime soon. Mm-hmm. 
You have a triumph on this woman, Lizelle. You find that she has like a little, uh, not like a bounty poster. That's not quite uh, the tech we want. Like the Jim Rayner one in the yeah. Joy Rayner. It's like one. It's like that. It's a little uh, printout, but it's one it any and all Owen Doers from Emojin Protectorate. We'll pay two thousand credits for an Owen Doer, one hundred credits for information leading to an Owen Doer. Uh, it's put out by Crew of the Jacksons Revenge. Lily, you can make a streetwise check. Two purples. You get two blue dice. Gee, oh I wonder why. Was I in the, that group? <laughs> I'm not saying that you were. Four advantages and a failure. Four advantages and a failure. It sounds familiar. They sound like a really cool and badass pirate group. So does it sound like it's something outside the Emoji Protectorate? It is definitely, it's definitely outside the Emoji Protectorate. Okay. So the poster, is it listed like that's the name of the group? The Jackson's Revenge? That's the name of the group that put out the bounty. Is it written like it's a ship's name? Yes. Because it's the crew of the Jackson's Revenge. Okay. As opposed to captain of whatever. With your advantages, you do recognize that that is, that's some sort of mercenary pirate group. Okay. You don't recall the details of any sort. Does it say bring them in alive, the bounty? Yeah, bring in alive uh, is what it says. And anybody in this, the family, I guess? Any Owendoer, it gives some common distinguishing marks. Thick Umojin accent. Long braided hair, very common. It has a couple pictures. Imogen is not on any of the pictures. One of the pictures is a middle-aged fellow. He's half bald, but he still has like a long braid. Kind of like that guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, comic book guy. Yeah. Okay, then I take the paper and I'm going to follow Imogen because she seems like she's doing stuff, but I want to make sure that wherever she's going is secure because apparently there's a bounty on her on somebody's head, maybe hers. But 2000 is kind of like, it's not like super great, but... It's not an insane amount of money, but that, that's a lot of money. The bounty on Jim Rayner, that was 500,000. Yeah, yeah. This might be more of like, you might be thinking about the ROI on this. Yeah. Rather than, oh my gosh, it's so much money, I've won the lottery. Okay, but I'm still going to follow her. I'm and... removing an air filter. You're going up to the ship, you're removing an air filter. Uh, give me a two purple mechanics check. Both of you hear Remy call out, like, is it safe? I tell him that he's in no danger, and I'll be sure Leo knows that he didn't sell us out. And the money, ask him about the money, and he like scurries off. Did I find any cash on this lady? Not that you're a thief or anything. I'm not a thief, but if somebody's going to come shooting at you for no reason, I mean, yeah, there's a bounty, but... Yeah, give me a streetwise check, Lily. Two purples to see what kind of credits you come up with these people. Two advantages and a failure. You get ten credits. They don't have much. You know what? That's pain and suffering. Okay, Imogen, you were ripping off this air filter. I have one threat, and I succeed, and both my successes are triumphs. Bolt, you have double triumph. I'll just take this whole plating too. It's fine. <laughs> My goal here was not I will loot their ship. Right, right. My goal was like, you attacked me. I need an air filter. I'm taking your air filter. Yeah. This air filter actually is a science vessel air filter that they like hacked into their ship, but it fits. You will not need a mechanics check to insert it into yours. It is just a insert. That will consume one triumph. I'm open to ideas on the other triumph. I thought it could help with the computer check to like actually cycle through and check the systems. Yes, this is actually a relatively modern air filter. 
<laughs> the computer's like, thank you for installing an Explorer Core filter. Yes, it's an Explorer Core filter. Uh, yeah, so it's not new, but it's an Explorer Core filter unused, we shall say. Because <laughs> they never turned it on. Yes, so though you'll get an upgrade on the computer's check as well to running the diagnostic. Okay. Okay, I'm going to show this to Imogen, the paper. Ah. Are we going to have a problem planet side? <laughs> Imogen laughs when you say that. And she says, I, that's why we're here. All right. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know if this will be a good idea or not. I'm going to go, the woman that I shot, I'm going to take some of her blood. I'm going to smear it on the paper and I'm going to go stick it on the wall. Interesting. I dig it. Yeah. What I'd like to do is get a knife, but I don't want to use my knife. I'd like to like stab it into the wall with a knife. Uh, she, she has a knife. You can use her knife. Then I'm going to stab it into the wall with her knife. If I can send a message to anybody or word gets around, or maybe, I, in fact, Remy, I'm going to tell Remy and just be like, make sure people know this is not an easy bounty. He's like, whoa, I don't want any trouble. I don't. I'm going to stab it onto the wall. So people coming around know. Yeah, I don't know if it'll do anything or whatever, but I don't really have any use for the paper myself. It's like, is this advertising for it or is this a threat against? Well, <laughs> there's like various people who are shot and moaning on the ground around it, so... Yes, in the immediate future, it will become clear. People are going to know that there was an attempted bounty hit here. Yeah. And that it did not go well for someone. Okay, I dig it. You guys can roll cool or discipline to recover strain. You know what? I don't really need to, but I'm still going to do my... Ah, stretch it out. Stretch it out. Did you get injured? Or Let's do you want to get to the planet before we deal with that? I would like us to head off of this. I mean, there was shots fired. I don't really want to stick around any longer than it takes... Because we already got your visa, and we already got the permit-type thing from Remy, so... We have to run diagnostics, but we can do that from space. Yeah. All right, we pack it up. Yep, you guys head back to your ship. The Umojin Marine, like, he was by the consulate. He peeked his head out, but he just, like, pumps his shotgun or whatever he has just as a, like, a general threat of, like, don't let this get near the consulate, and then goes back. But he clearly is not a police force on this place. Okay. You guys hop back in your ship. It's easy, much easier to get out than to land, so you don't need a pilot check for that. I do need that easy computer's check. You get an upgrade from the Triumph for having exactly the right air filter. And this is just, it runs the diagnostic, make sure there's no problems. Okay. You can work together because uh, Imogen does not have to do the mechanics part of this. So was that give me a blue die? Yep. Excellent. One success and two advantages. With that air filter properly installed, you have a zero emission vehicle. Oh, but we need to get a certificate or something, right? I assume you, you paid the credits. Yeah, we gave it to Remy. That yeah. came out of our mission fund. Yeah, he's able to make that happen. And then can you make a medicine check on me? Yeah. I was just hit with a club. It's not a big deal. She's got some bruises. One, one success, one advantage. And the kit gives another advantage. And I have two points if you want to try to heal that, since we're patching up. Uh, Sure. Snowball's just, like, jazzed up in the room. Who knows what he's drawing? You could heal three wounds and one strain. That's nice. Thank you. Snowball's drawing all the things that the power thirst is making him see. <sighs> he's drawing all over the room. <laughs> it's like a beautiful mind. He's written formulas. I can see the future. <laughs> it's like, was it Terrazine? Oh, yeah. It's Terrazine for Zerg. Power thirst. Yeah. Mm-mm. Saffron drug exports. Yeah. We'll get a reputation. Saffron feel-good service. Yeah. 
getting species addicted one species at a time. Yeah. Okay. You guys are in orbit. Uh, like you contact a landing tower again. Yeah. They say, hello. If you would please submit your environmental certificate and visas for all registered participants. I will send over whatever. Yep, that's right. There's just Imogen and Lily on this ship. It's fine. Yeah. What the... I want to actually take a look at the visa that we got for Lily. Okay. What are you interested in? I'm interested in figuring out if there's any way to replicate one for Snowball. With a hard computers check, you think it might be doable, but someone who was looking closely would might notice the disparities. Does it matter that Snowball doesn't have Dominion identification? Part of it is like he doesn't have any identification. Right. So like where Lily's is set up like, oh, it, clearly they've cross-referenced some Dominion information. You don't have that for Snowball. Like he doesn't have any like, legal documentation that you can use to like support this. I think Lily should try, but I don't think we should transmit it unless we're forced to. Because like right now, the less anybody knows about Snowball, the better. Right. Three purples? Three purples. Seems like it might be a good time for me to use an upgrade. Flashback, flashback, flashback. Flashback. Am I allowed to assist with this check? Yes, you can assist. Or we get a blue because we have one to work off of. Whatever. Yeah, you get a blue because you have one. That's Imogen is providing that point of order assistance. Yes. Okay, so my computer starts at two yellows. So you will get another yellow because one upgrade buys the green. The second upgrade buys the yellow. And then you said I get a blue dive because we have a visa already. Yes. So it'll be three yellows and a blue against three purples. Tell me about the scene that sets up your flashback first. That's, that's the most important part. So I'm doing something at the computers. Let's say it's something that is either illegal or spy work, which is illegal. <laughs> it could also be related to her pirate crew days. I kind of like that. We already know from one flashback that you were aboard a pirate vessel and... Some sort of crew of ne'er-do-wells has a bounty out that you just saw the sheet for. You didn't succeed the check to remind you about that stuff then, but like maybe now as you're starting to do this, you're remembering something. I think that makes sense. Yeah, let's do the pirate crew since that seems more related to some of the cues that would have been in this situation. Okay, you're at the pirate crew. You're sitting uh, with some, some of the officers around a command, uh, like a war room kind of table. And there's a, a fellow with a very thick accent, like, I'm not sure how we're going to break into Tylerian shipyards. They have much equipment we could use. And there's another, uh, there's a woman there who's like, no, we could definitely get in, but it can't be a smash job. We gotta, like, we gotta fake our way. We need someone on the inside. And, uh, Lily, like, you hear your own voice, like, what if we just had credentials? And they kind of look at you like, a gunner knows, can make credentials? And you kind of shrug. <laughs> you're like, it'll be tough, we don't have any like, they know what all our identities are, so we'll have to make new identities totally fresh. People who just don't exist at all. And there's like a, a very quick montage of you like fiddling up, fabricating names and there's like almost like a fashion montage of like, well try on different names and hats and other things. <laughs> yeah, and you make like a suite of fake identities. Okay. Uh, for like the members of the crew there. But it was making them from scratch, which is the problem you have now. Right. So, unfortunately, while the flashback was very informative for me, I still didn't succeed. Um, one advantage and one failure. Yeah, you're looking at this, and it will pass, like, a casual physical inspection. Like, if you flash it, someone will say, like, yes, that is a visa. But anyone who checks, like, 
it's not in the database. If they look up anything here, right, they're gonna be like, uh, no, we have connections to Dominion database. Like he can't be part. He can't be Dominion. Uh, he can't be Kelmorian. So you have to kind of say like, well, he's either a total outsider, which like would arouse a lot of suspicion, or like, uh, he's UED. I have a new plan. We go to Snowball, and I draw a picture of a layout, and we say, hey, Snowball. Snowball, can you look like Sunshine? Can you look like Sunshine Boy? Give me a survival check. Are we going to have problems with bringing a layout onto Moja? I don't know about, like... You know, invasive species. So far, yeah. you said anything about non-persons. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we've never shown him a dog, so, like, a regular dog or whatever. I mean, but he's seen... He's seen Sunshine quite a bit. Yeah, yeah that's why I went with the Lyo. Yeah, uh, you, Imogen, would know, like, various native species that are... There's things like dogs on the world, and people have dogs, certainly. Okay, but I, I wouldn't expect Snowball to be able to turn into anything he hasn't seen. Correct. And he had plenty of personal contact with Sunshine. That is very true. Uh, what type of role do you think is good to convince Snowball to... It sounds like Charm. That's pretty clever, though. Well, assuming dogs don't need visas. Dogs do not need visas. Two purples and two blacks because he's Snowball and doesn't really get it. But I'll give you a blue die because he has seen a lot of sunshine. Okay. I have a knack for charm. Success with one advantage. Uh, Snowball kind of looks at you almost curious for a second, like just to see, like, can I do that? (laughs) Uh, Snowball, like, forms back into blob form first. Like, he seems like he can't transition direct. And then... Makes a kind of form that is actually a pretty good representation of Sunshine. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a very... It's uncanny. It is clearly a lie out. Like, you... Probably Lily, you can definitely tell the difference. Imogen, you can pretty close tell the difference. But, like, it also mimics the red bow. Because that was part of Sunshine. That was part of Sunshine. <laughs> it was pink. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Pink bow. My apologies. Hey, you know what? Uh, maybe you learn that Snowball is kind of colorblind. <laughs> but it's a red bow one. It's a red bow. That's cool. All right. So now he's got generic human female, slightly shorter than average hydralisk, and Lyote with a red necktie. That is correct. <laughs> Keep a list of what uh, Snowball can turn into. I still want him to stay on the ship, but I think like this is easier to deal with if anybody's like, oh, we sense three life forms in your vessel. Be like, oh, we didn't know you needed to do the dog. Yeah. Okay. As you head down to the atmosphere, the tower does ask you, like, you get a little closer, they ask you, can you please transmit your visas? What are all your passengers? Are you carrying any cargo? Yeah, I mean, I don't think to list Snowball, so I don't. We have the environmental thing for our science vessel, and when we land, they might take us to task for... Our hood ornament, but right now it's not in driving condition anyway, so. Yeah, I would say that is definitely correct. When you land, you get much, much closer to the surface. You're coming down. There's like a starport relatively nearby where you, Imogen, you know you need to go (laughs) uh, to talk to Uncle Leo. I will say the family hideout, so to speak. You make it sound like we run a uh, speakeasy. (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll see. (laughs) There's a starport official there. Who, like, sees your ship come down. He's just kind of looking at it like, that's a bit of a strange ship, isn't it? I haven't seen one. Like, what is that on the side there? So is he raiding us this, or we've come out now? You, you've come out now. He's just asking you almost curiously. I, like, assure him that it's not drivable in its current state, so the environment is in no danger from it. 
Looks like it's welded to the side of your ship. Aye, that's why it's not drivable. That just seems like a strange thing to do, don't you think? It was easier than dismantling it. it would make your ship awful hard to fly. That much weight on one side? She's up for it. In space, it doesn't really matter. I just shrug. Yeah, well, you're not in space right now, Les. <laughs> I say, this guy is a sort of somewhat darker skin. He's maybe six feet tall. He has, like, white robes on that look very nice and kind of official. That's all right. Just the two of you, then? Aye. Very well. Welcome to Yumoto. So this guy doesn't, like, he just razzed us about having a vulture bike. Yeah, he doesn't give you any trouble. He just seems perplexed. Yeah. What do you guys come out with in terms of armament? Well, I'm going to look to Imogen for what, but I would just probably strap on my shotgun. I'm not thinking the frying pan laser needs to be seen by people, so I keep that under my bed. I have my pistol. It's holstered. I don't know, like, what the policy is. Right, so Umoja is not a place where people routinely walk around with weapons. And certainly, like, hunting would be very rare, so, like, it'd be very unusual to have a weapon, even, like, a rifle, out. Yeah, but Uncle Leo told me to bring backup. He did, so... And I was already attacked once on the way in. That wasn't, strictly speaking, legally part of the Umoja protector. So, I mean, I can leave my shotgun if it's going to be a problem. I'm not opposed to carrying a concealed weapon. It's a, it's a matter of, like, do you have it out? Is it visible? Well, a shotgun is hard to hide, isn't it? Like, if it's in a backpack, it's not as obvious. Anyone who's searching will find it, yes, but it's up to you. I think it's okay to wear a pistol. Okay. If you want to bring the shotgun, I will suggest that you have it in your backpack. Okay. Am I going to need it? Maybe what I say is, do you want me to have a shotgun? Given that we were already jumped up on the station there. All right, it, I put it in my backpack. Emoja's generally a safe place, but I don't know what they've gotten into. And my uncle said to bring backup, so right, I'd feel then, better if, if it was around. Yeah, I'll pack the shotgun in my backpack, but I'll leave the frying pan laser in the, in the ship. The side gauntlet is in my backpack. And for now, I'll, I'll still have the mechanics and the still bring the med kit with you, really. I don't know what exactly we'll need, and I don't know where exactly things will take us, so I'd rather have our toolkits with us. What about the security here? I think that's fine. Lily, why don't you give me a three purple streetwise check? Like, you want to assess what is the security of this place. Okay. Imogen's from here, but she might, she might be biased about her hometown. One triumph. Triumph, but failure? Yeah, just like the end result was one triumph. Okay. I will say that your read on the situation is that any crime that happens here would have to be, like, very underground. And it has to be something that's very difficult to detect. So, like, no one's going to jack your ship. Okay. Because you see security around. Crime in general would be difficult to pull off here, you think. Maybe, like, white-collar crime is more feasible. Okay. But there's just a lot of surveillance, things like that. I'm going to lock up Snowball in my room again. Yeah, Snowball does not put up a fight. You, like, point at a power thirst. Snowball nods. Okay, I'm glad I diluted it. <laughs> we, we have an understanding now. Yeah, this is, uh, Snowball just expects payment. Yeah. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, 
and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.